Hello friends and welcome to Talking Transformative Love, the podcast that talks vocation, love and mission, celebrating the valiant woman that was Mary Ward. Before we get into this episode, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country, all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people across Australia, paying our deepest respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome, friends, to Talking Transformative Love podcast. Today, we have Roger Morris, who is the Year 12 coordinator at Loretto Ballarat. Welcome, Roger. Thanks. Thank you, Joanne. Thanks for making it here to this tiny studio in Ballarat, freezing Ballarat. <laughs> Roger, now you told me that uh, you grew up in Horsham, country oh. Victoria, and believe that you are a countryman at heart. Now, what do you believe is the philosophy or belief system that shaped your childhood and continues to form who you are today? Joanne, thank you. Uh, I would say that whole sense of belonging to community. Mm. So my parents were farmers. Yeah. And my three sisters and I grew up on a farm in a little region called Arigra, actually, spelled A-R-E-G-R-A. It's about 60 kilometres, actually, from Horsham. Horsham was our main center of shopping etc i suppose if you like but we also had a our Riga district and a little township of minyuk which i'm very proud to say we belong to yeah. my parents were great community people in that area we lived in on, a, on our farm we were actually very much in a very german settled area for example our neighbors were surnames like like Kaschitsky, Liege, yeah. Hebna, mm. etc. Yeah. So we were the only Catholics actually in that area, but we were always made to feel very welcome as far as that whole community spirit. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And and how did that, I suppose, shape your sense of God and religion and faith? Yeah. So strong community, yeah. uh, strong family background of Catholic tradition. Both sets of grandparents were loyal, devout Catholics. Both my parents were Catholics. Obviously, we were raised in a very strong Catholic community. Yes. Um, we had a wonderful little church community in that township of Midyup. Yep. I recall some wonderful priests who led us at those times as well. Yeah. One character and father, Vincent Sprouse, whom I admire. He used to always give a small running commentary on the social events happening in the world just before Mass would happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, which was an interesting innovation of those times. And yeah. He'd, ah. he'd come to the front of the church without his vestments on and give his short commentary or his thoughts on things. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things I do remember, he spoke of ecumenical moments then, mm. which was quite radical way back in the 1970s. Oh, yeah, it would be. Especially where, oh. again, where our town was probably more dominated by a Lutheran community yeah. rather than a Catholic community. Yeah. And he used to talk, use phrases like, we talk of our friends down the road because their, yeah. church, their church was just down the road a little yes. further. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I suppose in a sense, it's more about community rather than, you know, you belong to that uh, yeah. faith yeah. or the, the other faith. It's more a sense of what, it, what are the similarities, uh, points of interest in common, Yes. rather than saying, you know, you're, you're Catholic and Different I'm not Catholic. Different denominations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Which yeah. is beautiful. Like, that's a really nice community yeah. to belong to. Yeah, because you played sports with those people as well. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah so I guess kids. sport unites people, doesn't it? Yes, so, very much so. Um, and we'll talk a bit about sports a bit later maybe. Sure. Um, now, you've, you're retiring. I, I haven't been pushed. It. I'm retiring. <laughs> no. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> but you're, you're retiring and we were talking about, obviously, your travels and yes. your adventures that are going to happen. You've been at Loretto Ballarat for 
over 40 years or Correct. just 40 years, which yes. is, that's that's a great effort, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, it's amazing for us to be a part of your, I guess, your life journey in a sense. I've only yeah. come to know you. Yeah. But uh, I've heard a lot about you, and everyone said you have to you have to interview Roger. <laughs> <laughs> you must be getting desperate. <laughs> they just said, "Oh, he's amazing. He's just been around and knows Mary Ward so well." What does education mean to you? Um, I see education as one of the great privileges and one of the great opportunities, yeah. whereby it opens up so many opportunities for us, not just for the individual as myself or others, but also then the responsibility that I have. Or those who are educated to others as well. Yes. So I see that obviously it just doesn't benefit the individual personally, but it's then our responsibility to offer assistance, support, further education to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, obviously education has changed in 40 years, hasn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. What would you say the challenge of education would be for today's generation? Yeah, yeah. relevance, yes. ensuring that what we teach is relevant and contemporary, but at the same time, staying loyal to traditions, practices of the past as well, especially within our, say, our yeah. Loretto traditions. Mm, yeah. yeah. So that balance of the modern world, the contemporary world, and also appreciation of our heritage and our past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's about, I guess, giving kids an opportunity to know the history and the beauty of yeah. the history um, yeah. that, we, that we have and passing on the charism. Yes. Yes. Now, Roger, in the phone conversation you and I had, you mentioned that you love gardening and running. Yes. What, what is it about those activities that really give you life and energy? Yeah. I think gardening uh, grounds me, gets yes. me back in contact with our beautiful earth. Yes. Obviously, uh, you know, within teaching, you're most likely confined within four walls of a classroom. Yeah, yeah. And where that's where I envy people who have outdoor jobs, perhaps not always in Ballarat's climate, but that's where I envy people working outdoors in wonderful environments. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, the feel of soil in your hands perhaps goes back to my roots of growing up on a, a wheat farm, you know, yeah. where the soil was such a vital component to your, your existence, your living. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'd like to think like my parents on a farm weren't just farmers, they were custodians of, you know, beautiful nature. They appreciated what they had, you know, the rich resources they had. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, my gardening is, uh, I suppose, being able to enjoy nature. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to enjoy nature. And I think there's nothing more beautiful than the old-fashioned rose, which is one of my specialties, I think, in my garden. What do you mean by that? The rose bush, the rose yeah. flower. I just yeah. think it's a beautiful, iconic, perfect thing. Yeah. yeah, and what, that gives you, that must give you a lot of energy and yes. life. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, certainly um, does. You know, to drive in the driveway and just see beautiful blooming flowers, you know, yeah. can lift you. It yeah. does, doesn't yeah. it? Running? Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, again, I like the escapism of it. Yeah. We're fortunate enough, um, I only live about 500 metres from a state forest. Yes. So I oh, love yeah. loving running in it. I... Yeah. Uh, Again, enjoy that escapism, that a chance to just get out back into nature uh, without, I don't listen to music, I don't listen to radio, I don't listen to any material and I run, I just like to be out yeah. in the open space. Yeah. yeah. And re release those endorphins. You know, those, yeah, yeah. 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 And then it's interesting because I, um, I used to do a lot of day hikes in yes. um, Melbourne or yeah. Victoria where I grew up, but and, and as I would do a lot of day hiking and at times I took my friends with me and yes. sometimes my friends wanted to listen to music. Yes. 
And I always thought, why would you want to yeah. listen to music? Yeah. I mean, look at where we are. Yeah. And I just said, you know, I took a friend with me once and, and she said, oh, I'll listen to music. And I said, why? Yeah. Look at this. This you is know, music. Look at the, yeah, this is music. And <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting even, I mean, I guess, I mean, this is not a judgment on young people, but there is this sense of I want to go out to nature, but yeah. I also want to bring yes. the things that I'm used to with me yes. rather than go out to nature and let nature teach me yes. its ways. Yeah. And, yeah, so I suppose that's for you, that's an experience. Yeah. Yeah, and at the same time, do you wonder, it's interesting you say that, but um, I have a Year 12 RE class and we look at what we call traditional contemporary prayer. Yeah. And I still find the whole time of meditation they really appreciate. They mm. do enjoy downtime. They do enjoy time without noise, without complexity, uh, you know, without images. You yes, know? yeah. Yeah. And they, and they do. I think yeah. there is that need for... Yeah meditation and I know that a lot of younger people now take up yoga yes um, yeah so there is that need for silence yeah. and and center yourself but yeah it's it's interesting that I think that maybe the pandemic has moved us more towards a different lifestyle yeah. you know instead of constantly being bombarded by distractions yes it's actually about going back to nature. I would agree, yeah, um, for sure. And I think that's the place for many people. Yeah, to, to be comfortable with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Your own space and your own time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, in terms of words of encouragement you could offer young people, what can young people look forward to in an unknown world? Yeah. And I suppose in that answer, who do you look up to when things get tough? Uh, firstly, my encouragement to them is to, for them to let go of who they think they have to be yes. and embrace who they are. Mm. I mean, they and themselves are beautiful people. Yeah. And I'm not talking about asymmetrical faces or perfect you know, bone structures, etc. <laughs> I'm talking about that inner beauty which we have in all of them. Yeah, so that's very much my mantra with them, the fact that you know, to simply embrace who they are. Because, I mean, let's face it, we all have our gifts, our talents, our beauty. Mm. Yeah. And most of that is beauty, I always say, is internal. Internal yeah. beauty, it's just a matter of untapping. Yeah. That, yeah there's, there's so much pressure on young people about oh, image, isn't it? Yeah, social media, etc. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, obviously a strong influence, a really strong influence. It is. Uh, do you want to, I have the throwaway line, I ask them to tweet others as they wish to be tweeted themselves in their life, you know. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And that's a, a great, I guess, lesson yeah. for them to... Yeah. take on but yeah I, I do find that younger people now have different challenges yeah and it's a lot a lot of the challenges is to do with image yes for sure yeah you know sometimes I, I feel tempted to just say to them you were created in the image of God yeah you know, how, how could you not love this That's person right. yeah. um, that you know God thought you were special enough exactly um, that so it's I, I have a lot of nieces and they're always struggling with their yeah. sense of self-image. Self, for sure. And you're right, it is social media, but I think it's also, um, it's the society we, that yeah. they're growing up in. Yes. Uh, that aspect of appearance is everything and you must be looking like this in some way in order to fit in or to yeah. be popular or to be noticed yeah. in some way. Yeah. So what yeah. would be your... Advice to My them. advice, yeah, to find who they are, yeah, I yeah. Mean, to find who they are uh, and to realise that the fact is, you know, they are all unique people 
And yeah. it's not easy. I mean, it takes time. You know? No, no. And it takes, uh, mm. I think, levels of maturity in order to do so. But yeah. just that encouragement, you know, they are valued for who they are. And yeah. We walk with them on their journey in life. You know? Yeah. And I suppose that's one of the privileges of being involved in a secondary school, you know, during those challenging years of adolescence. You know, you walk with them. Hopefully you offer some guidance, support, assistance. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I think uh, that's um, such a privileged position to be in yes. schools. Yeah. I always say that's where real life is. Yes. Because you get to see kids growing up. It's a formative experience. Yes. But it's also so unpredictable. Yeah where they'll they'll end up yep. and all they need is i think people walking with them yeah and to me it reminds me of what you said in the beginning which is belonging to community yeah yeah um, and that's something i think is a challenge for the, those today obviously there are many communities as far as uh, media social media but to actually find what i'd call human contact as far as connection and community yes that's yeah. where i think it's great to see a whole range of opportunities available at schools nowadays other than just the sporting fields for kids yeah. to find connection, to find yeah. community. Absolutely. Whether yeah. it be a chess club, whether it be a drama group, whether it be a, um, a, a philosophy group, yeah, yeah, they yeah. find some connection. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit about your travels next year? Yes, yeah. Uh, do you want to, my wife and I are looking forward to a number of trips. We both enjoy travel. Uh, my wife's a great foodie, so she will uh, obviously engage in any food that's presented to any cuisine. <laughs> I'm possibly not so brave as she is um, in that area. But we just like you know, to expose ourselves to other people, to other cultures, to other circumstances. And yes. There are so many beautiful parts of this world that obviously we're still to see. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that, that's an exciting journey, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. And we're hoping to look for opportunities we may, whereby we may be able to offer support as well. So in the past, yeah. having been to an orphanage in Cambodia, which I think is a wonderful place, there quite often I think there's criticisms of such places, but this place I can assure where these kids are valued and loved. Mm. Just a little south of Phnom Penh, a place called New Hope for Cambodian Children. So we hope to spend some time there with them to show yeah. our support there as well. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. How long will you stay there? Initially, it will probably be only a week. Yeah. Then we're hoping in future to return for blocks of time to yeah. you know, obviously volunteer, you know, yeah. whether it be me teaching in a class, which the, our Year 12s have done on a previous alternatives yeah. Year 12 schoolie trip, mm. as we call it, or whether it be simply helping around with some maintenance, yeah. painting, gardening, yes. cleaning, etc. Yeah. So you're not really retiring? No, not for a period of time, we no. hope, initially. Yeah. More teaching for yeah. you, yeah. just in different contexts. Exactly. <laughs> now, Roger, uh, this is where we always end our podcasts yes. on Mary Ward. Because, yes. I mean, that's why we're here. We're, we're here because of Mary Ward, really. And she's the platform that we're using to, to have conversations about life and faith and charism. So Mary Ward, on her deathbed, said to her sisters, let your vocation be constant, efficacious and affectionate. And now it is 400 years on. What does that signify to you who has been in Loretta education yep. for over 40 years? Sure. Obviously that word constant, uh, I mean, I think there's no more constant story than the Mary Ward yes. story or the legacy, mm. especially considering... Uh, the challenges and the difficulties she faced in, in obviously wishing to bring about her way. Mm. It's 
So I find that something that we need to stand by and particularly in these times whereby it's difficult to avoid criticism or the present trends in society, et cetera, or present opinions, yes. to stand by what you believe is the, the constancy or the constants of the story. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, I think that's something, uh, obviously, I see as being involved in Loretto education, you know, to bring that story about to the students, but also in a contemporary way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then what about... Efficacious and affectionate. Yeah, it's an unusual word. It's not, it is. It's not efficacious, isn't it? It's not obviously commonly used today, but no. I interpret that as we, we need to be effective. Yeah. You know, what we're doing it needs to be something that makes change or brings about change. It can be idealistic and it can be good in theory, but unless it's effective change, yes. we yeah. possibly need to reconsider or redirect. I see that in order to achieve results, and I'm not talking just about academic aspects I'm talking about to bring about effective change yeah. in people's lives. Yeah. 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 We need to readdress or refocus or relook at yeah. what we are what we aim to do. Yeah, yeah. and I think that um, the world that we live in now really forces you to constantly yeah. uh, reflect like we do like in teaching we do reflective practice. Yes. Is what we're teaching effective? Is it yes. making a difference? Yeah. How can we do it better? Yeah, and even on a personal basis, I, I see like at, at the end of the day, you, you reflect back. Yeah. You know, what did I do well? What yeah. didn't go so well? Kind of like How the could examine. I reapproach? Yeah, exactly yeah. that, the examine. Yeah, yeah. the examine yeah. of, yeah. Yeah. I guess do it in a loving way, affectionate. Yeah. Now, that's something I've always struggled with as far as a male in a female environment. Yeah, you know, how, how tell much, us about how that. How much affection do you show? Yeah. I mean, I'm not just talking <laughs> about the physical thing. Yes. I say it's a really powerful word, though, affection. Uh, to me, it's, it's about love, it's about care, it's about fondness. I think it's also very much connected to our value of felicity as well, bringing about uh, positivity, mm. happiness, uh, recognising the complexity of life. The fact is we don't always have positive or uplifting moments, but we look for them. We, we yeah. obviously try and bring them about in people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I would like to think that in my teaching, there's been an element of lightheartedness and sense of good humour as well. Yeah, which I think I'm sure. I'm sure there has been. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't survive 40 years. <laughs> no, perhaps not. <laughs> Thank you so much, Roger. It's not been at a all. real pleasure. And we wish you well on your travels. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to maybe a podcast after you come back and tell ah, us about your travels and your Would experience. happily do so. Thank would, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the journey with us. This podcast was developed for Loretto Vocations Week. We want to continue the conversation, so we hope to see you at the next episode.